It is July 3rd, 8.58 p.m. We just got done with a uh, what do you call it, a, bar a party? Yeah, we had a, a little barbecue with friends. Little barbecue with friends. Um, in this episode, we're going to be talking about goals. The main topic will be goals. Sub-questions will be goals we've had, goals we currently have, and goals that we would like to have. Would you like to explain that last part? Um, yeah, I didn't really get it at first. I think it mostly means like a goal that your future self, future self would want to attain. It's not something that like maybe you're not old enough to do it yet. Like so, if, it's something you're not ready for, maybe. Yeah, like something dumb. Like I'm not saying this is my goal, but like having a kid. You know, we're only 19, but like that's that could be something you would want to aspire for later down the road. That's just kind of an example. So, uh, we could just do a, a style where I I say one and you say one. Yeah. The goal. This is a goal I've had. And I'm gonna be truthful. I've lost that goal. Because of an internal force, which was myself. I locked myself in my own head to the point where I lost this goal. And and uh, it's it's uh, one of my biggest dilemmas where the goal I've had was to continue running after high school. And qu quarantine happened. And guess what? I didn't use that as, as an excuse to stop running. In my mind, I was still the greatest. I thought I was going to go back to running and I was going to be the fastest kid on the team. Because I was like, oh, look at me. I trained during quarantine. Oh, I understand. You're th I was confused for a second, but during this time, you didn't know that you weren't going to be finishing school normally. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Uh, I didn't know I, was gonna, I wasn't going to finish school, but I also thought that I was going to go back and continue running. Right, and to be clear, not like as in you drop out. Like, we were both seniors yes. on our last couple months of high school when uh, the pandemic first became serious enough to lock us in our homes. And we thought it was just going to be like a two, three-week thing, like just an extended spring break, and then it turns out we never saw some of our friends ever again. You know. And let me tell you, at first, it was great, dude. I was running. I was running six, seven, eight miles a day. Some some weeks I would be running uh, uh, 60 miles, 70 miles, dude. Uh, it felt great, dude. But then I, I, I can't really pinpoint. Because when you lose a goal, it doesn't happen from one day to the next. There will be a little bug in your head. And that little bug will grow bigger and bigger. Let's say, let's say, uh, it, let me use the example of, of running, like my goal. I would, I would be running 70 miles uh, a day because I was working towards my goal. But then, one week, I would lose a little bit of interest in my goal. So instead of running 60, I would run 58 or 57. And then the next week, 54, 53... Until it got to a point where I was running every other day, and then it, three days a week, and then eventually I stopped. And the 
I would want to say the only reason I stopped was because I felt a taste of what it was like to not run at all. To to not to not run my my fullest. Because right now, right now, whatever you're doing, there's something you do every day. Whether it whether it's it's video games, uh working out, running, and when you willingly take willingly, when you tell yourself no, when you tell yourself no, willingly take a break from whatever you're you're building towards, that's when that little bug is implanted in your head. And once you have it, it it it's uh the earlier you catch it, it's easier to to continue the momentum towards that goal. Yeah, actually another th- the perfect analogy for it is going to make a lot of sense to you is like while you're running, if you stop running and you need to like walk for a second, if you're able, the longer you walk, the harder it is to work work up the the courage to start running again. Exactly. That's that's such a good analogy. Because uh, this is what I like to do when I'm running. I'll sometimes I'll run. I'll get runners high, and and I'll make a promise to myself every time before I start running. I'll make a promise to myself. I'll make a goal that I'm not gonna walk that run, and I'll go run thirty minutes and I won't walk a single fucking step. If I had to slow down, I'll slow down, but I'm not going to fucking walk because I made a fucking goal. And the day, the day I walk is the day I'll quit running forever. <laughs> it's a, it's a promise I made with myself and it's a goal I'm going to try to continue with my whole life. Because sometimes in life, you have to slow down, you have to slow down. You can't walk in life, bro, because then you'll be left behind. You can slow down and then catch back up. Exactly. The world does not stop for you. Exactly. That's why it's like what when whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing in life, if you're thinking about stopping, don't stop. Continue going even if it's at a slower pace. Because you'll have that continuous momentum. To continue going, to know what it's to know what it's like to never stop. But then once you stop, it'll be a new feeling. Sometimes it'll feel good. Cause r- let me tell you, running is difficult. I hate running. Why do I do it? I I, I do it willingly. I like running, but uh, I don't know. It's difficult. Now, uh, I I lost that goal of wanting to run. Because um, I don't want to blame it on something. Because whose fault is it that I stopped running? It's mine. I'm the one who decided to play League of Legends. I'm the one who decided to tell myself, I'll go on a run tomorrow. There's no other thing to blame than myself. Because... I put myself in the situations. I put myself in the situations. Yeah. And it was an internal force that stopped my goal. And the thing was, I knew it was my goal. I thought about it every single day. Yeah. What are you guys doing? Yeah, you gotta go.
Why don't you, uh... I would have told him that he asked. It was just going to take way too long to explain. Why don't you go ahead? I'm a little confused. Um, I know you said your goal was to... The, the, the day you walk is the day you quit running. Yes. That's the goal I'm following. However, that goal is a little hard to... It's a goal I have before every run, I say. It's not a continuous goal. It, it is it. a continuous goal, but it's a goal every time before I start running. I'm gonna, I tell myself, I'm going to do this. Right. And that thing, that thing I tell myself to do is never walking. Right. So I'm a little confused because I get that, but it's not correlating well as to the points you're making about days where you feel like you don't want to do it. That doesn't seem to correlate well. Because there's moments I don't want to run when I'm, I'll be running and there will be moments where, where I could try to justify me walking. Just like you would try to justify skipping a day. Exactly. Okay. I'll be like, uh, uh, 10 minutes could correlate to 10 days. I ran 10 minutes. Let me take a uh, two-minute walking break. Right. Yeah, fucking right, dude. 10 minutes. That's... What is 10 10 more minutes? And when I'm running, dude, there's, there's nothing more that motivates me to run than myself. Because you can either motivate yourself to keep on going, or you can also motivate yourself to stop. Okay. Those you you your own mind controls your body. Right. I think a lot of people definitely try to rationalize. They try to justify. They try to justify too much. Yeah, and like their justifications will lead to blaming others. And there's very few situations where someone else is actually at fault for something that is happening to you. And it's difficult for people to know and realize what they've done was their fault. Because they'll look back, like I could look back, and I could say, it was a collective of things, so it isn't my fault. But those things were made by you right but people don't don't see that part they just see the the things not not the them part you know what i mean yeah i do let me try to let me so you're looking i do but i've known you for a long time so you have your goal on a piece of paper and on the uh there's a spot on the paper is that's where you stopped and that part is made up of two pieces. The them part, which is the collective things, and the you part, which is just you. Yeah. And many times, people on that piece of paper will have the you part crossed out. Because they, they could think, I'm so perfect. How could, I, how could I ever stop my goal? It isn't my fault. It's somebody else's fault. But who else is to blame? You don't hold a gun to my head and tell me not to run. Right. I, my younger brother does that shit a lot. At his age, he's going through that stupid thing. He's like 13 right now. And he, he constantly tries to say whenever he gets in trouble that something is not his fault. He's like, it's not my fault. And I I have to tell him, it, it is somebody's fault. If it's not yours, whose is it? And he's like, well, I don't know. It's like, that probably means that it's your fault. And yeah, so 
trying to make sure that he doesn't get in that that mindset where he he can blame others because like obviously he's just being a stupid little naive kid not a big deal maybe he would grow out of it but that's the thing some people don't grow out of that like they actually go on their whole life going it's not my fault it's like motherfucker it is very likely your fault a lot of things you do is most likely your fault but like i said bro who holds a gun in your head and tells you not to come into the gym today no one Nobody, bro. Who the fuck does that, dude? You hold a gun in your your own head, bro. Nobody is telling you not to do something. And if they tell you not to do something, why would you listen to them? Why would you listen to them? If they haven't lived through the same thing you're trying to achieve, why would you listen to them? If exactly. a fat fuck is telling me not to go to the gym, why would I listen to them? If a buff guy is telling me to chill out from going to the gym... Maybe I'll I'll chill out. I'll take it in consideration. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. It's it's like um. You don't take advice from people that have never been where you want to go. Exactly. So I struggle with that, even with my parents. Sometimes I feel like I'm a bit of an arrogant teenager every now and then. But it's like, I I like every teenager my, my age has massive um visions as to where they think they're their life is going to lead them and whenever i hear my parents or any adult really even kids my age tell me that it's slightly unrealistic and maybe a bit idealistic i just i think i think to myself that you've never been where i want to go so why should i listen to you and then another thing is that like i don't oftentimes second guess myself but I don't know if that has to do with like a, a bit of like arrogance at my at my age where I think I'm invincible. But I mean, even then, I feel like the arrogance at my age is probably the only only thing that gets those people to be where they want to go. Not being able to flush out anyone that would doubt that you could. Even with my parents, it's like it's not that they they don't like the idea of me reaching the vision I have for myself. It's just that if they see me fail, it's going to be difficult for them to watch, and they don't want to have to watch that. So I think they're trying to protect me and themselves from failing. And I think I just have enough arrogance to block that out. But not so much so to where I think I'm being an idiot and stupid, you know, idealistic. Have you shared your goal, Daniel? Um, a goal you've had. I guess, yeah, after all that speaking, I should probably say my goal. Let's see. I want to buy Disney. I think... Is that a goal you've had or you have? That's a goal I've had. Okay. What What do you mean between had and have? Uh, Like, um, a goal I've had was to... Well, so, it's a goal you, you used to have and then you lost it. Oh, no, it's a goal that I have, not had. Oh, okay. Share a goal um, that you've had. Let's see, a goal that I've had. I, uh, For a bit, I did want to do running, but I'm going to try and stay off that topic because we talk about that all the time. Um, let's see, a goal I've had. Hmm. You know, considering we've been doing like six of these podcasts now, I should probably be a little more prepared. What is a goal that I've had? I really wanted to... It could be to... recent. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah, when I was younger, I really wanted to live in a house with all my friends. Um, that group of friends has changed, though. 
And let me tell you, let me tell you. Li people who live, who want to live with friends are sick in the fucking head, bro. Because. Let me. I think I can guarantee you. I can guarantee you. If we were put in a situation. You would fuck me over. I can one. I can 99% guarantee that. If we were put in a certain situation, you would fuck me over. Well, if I got to be clear, I'm pretty sure a situation where I had to pick myself or you, I would indeed pick myself. Exactly. And that's why you can't live with friends, bro. Because you never fucking know, dude. Everybody has this perfect idea of what life is, dude. Life is fun, dude. Going out every every Friday and Saturday, bro. Life is about fucking going hard, dude. Life is it, it Life is about getting your dick sucked, bro. Not sucking dick, bro. Right. Life is about going hard, not ha not having fun, dude. Having fun is is it, once in a while, bro. So I, I have a question then, because I. So you've been living with your family. Uh huh. So when you ask yourself the question, um, put in a certain position, would the person you're living with fuck you over? When it comes to your family, do you not think your mother, your father, and brother would choose themselves over you? Obviously, your mother. And your father would almost in any situation probably pick you over themselves. But let's like think about your younger brother. He probably doesn't feel that intense need to care for you yet. I think your younger brother would likely, in a situation, pick himself over you. He would. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Your happiness should always come before exactly. nurturing others. But the thing is, the thing is, I've, um, I don't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know if you would call it a mistake of uh especially towards your family um the mistake being that you have already created an image of what your parents so if somebody were to pose a question do you think your parents would fuck you over like you just did to me like the question you just posed to me mm -hmm. in my mind i already have the image so I, as soon as you pose that question i have the response 100 percent ready i would be like oh my parents would never do that do you know what I mean? Yeah, because in my in my head, my parents would never do that. Right, I get you. But how and would most I parents, know? I don't think would. I don't. I don't think they would. I don't think they would. Okay, well then let me let me take that, uh, that line of thought and then translate it to what are friends that have brought up the idea of living with you? Uh, Obviously, myself. You have. Uh. For a while, I wanted to live with two other friends. Right. And it was great. I think if if I were to live with them, when we're young, I'm talking 16 and 17 and 18, you only see them like uh, once or twice a week. Right. So, yeah. Which is, you don't have to see them every day, bro. And when you get comfortable with somebody every day, that's when their true colors start. Right, coming right, out. right. I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt you. Go ahead, go. But ahead. I want to finish my point before because that's a whole other can of worms as yeah. well. Um, so with each of those people, following your logic with your parents, you have your idea of your parents. Yes. You don't think they would fuck you over, but it doesn't mean that they wouldn't. Yeah. Does that logic transfer over to all the friends that you've considered living with? Uh, I hate. I hate saying it, but yes. I hate saying it. So you don't think that. Myself and your other friends would fuck you over, but it doesn't mean that we wouldn't. Yes, I hate saying it, 
because it feels like I have to, it feels like I have to say a certain answer to please you. And that's why I hate saying it. And that's why everybody hates saying other things other people don't like. I hate saying that there's a chance that you could fuck me over because you think you already have this image of me. How could he ever say that? You know, but there's a chance, dude. There's a chance. Well, I think the same exact thing. Put I, in a I certain use situation. different words, though. Exactly. Put in a different situation. You could 100% fuck me over. Right. And so I, I much agree with you. I think you have a slightly more cynical way of putting it, though, because the way I think about it is that there are a lot of friends that I have right now who certainly would never purposefully and want to fuck me over, but I could still envision a world where their lifestyle is going to conflict with mine in a way where I could get the short end of the stick. Like, I'm going to throw one of my friends under the bus. I've been friends with him for six years now, and he recently posed the question of moving in together. And God, I love the guy to death. I would definitely live with him, but I don't want to live with him. And it's that way because I, I have a basic understanding of how he lives his life, and I already know that it's kind of conflicting with my values in life and the thought of having to spend every single day with him would bring my morale down and not that he's going to ever purposely give me the short end of the stick but I think I would receive the short end of the stick just by just by the situation uh unfolding like he would never wish for me to have the short end of the stick he never wanted me to but I think it would I would inevitably have it and I've got a couple friends like that, which is why I don't really give them much thought um, in terms of moving in with them. But I've got like maybe one or two friends where it's like, yeah, I would 100% move in with them. And when, when you move in with somebody, in a way, in a way, they lose respect for you as a stranger. What? <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> they lose respect for you in, in the form of, of you being a stranger, and they gain respect for you as in a uh, in the form of you being a co-resident. Do you know what I mean by that? So, I think so. So, um, so yeah. Let's I, say... I want to try and explain okay, that because I think I get you. You bring a certain amount of respect to strangers differently than how you do to your friends. Yes. Like, you'll say different things to your friends that yes. maybe could I'll be ask joking. To go, I'll, I'll ask to be invited to your house. Like, hey, can I come to your house? Yeah. And, uh, hey... Uh, there's, yeah, exactly. You'd say more exactly. risky joke than you would with a stranger. Exactly. Like, okay, yeah, I get you. And that's dangerous because, and here's the thing, here's the thing. You never really know somebody because they can gain, they can, here's the scary part, dude. They can gain habits and those habits can be bad. Right now you don't smoke weed. Six months down the line you could. That's. I don't know that. I can't guarantee that you won't. Right. And then let's say that I did. That because I live with you, that would inevitably become your responsibility. It would one hundred percent become my problem. Yeah. One hundred percent. And let me tell you, in that situation, I would choose myself over you. I would say I would say you have to stop smoking weed or you're out of the house, bro. Right. And there's situations like that, dude, where I have to choose myself over you. And then Vice versa, you know, the person will choose themselves over you as well. Exactly. And then these guys, these guys who are like, let me live with friends, they're fucking sick fucks, dude. 
They're sick fucks. They don't know what life is about, bro. I think, yeah, they don't understand what they're getting themselves into. They don't under-fucking stand, dude. They think about life... They think life is going hard, bro. Life is about picking up a knife in the fucking morning, dude. Going to the fucking donut shop, bro. What? Going to the gym. Going straight to work, bro. Life is about fucking going hard, Why dude. Why are you taking a knife to the donut shop? No. <laughs> life is just about <laughs> going hard, bro. These guys don't understand, dude. They... These guys who live with their friends, bro. You know what they're doing? They're throwing parties every night because they finally have their own place, dude. Yeah. What the fuck is that bullshit, bro? They justify their... They're like, they're like, oh, uh, I don't have work tomorrow, so uh, let me... Uh, uh, let me throw a party and wake up late. Let me sleep in. Nah, bro. Find a fucking second job, bro. Find a second job. No days off, bro. No days off. Find a second job. And, uh, uh, I only mean that, to, I only mean that to guys who throw parties every night. <laughs> Dude, cause that's true, bro. It's true. Guys move out so they can fucking do drugs in their fucking couch. They're like, oh, I can finally do drugs Some guys on my bed, just to fuck in bitches. my couch, bro. They don't know what life is about, bro. They don't know how harsh. They've never been fucked over, bro. They've never been fucked over. Did you change this mic setting? No. Thank God. I, I thought I forgot to change the mic setting, so I thought this was messed up the whole time. It's been on the right setting just by happenstance. They think life, bro. They think life is is um is it, They think they're they think their friends are gonna be there their whole life. Yeah, that's definitely a sad reality. I think that's the only problem with the friend that I was referring to, is that. He, he sees moving out as a solution to a problem that he has in his life, which is great. You know, solving problems is perfect, especially as a, as a man, that's what you got to do. However, I don't think he's... There's a thing called opportunity cost within economics, and it's that choosing one thing over another could cost you more than just what's at face value. Um, it could cost you the opportunity, as the name entails, um... So, like, let's say I decided to go to a concert uh, late at night instead of going to, um, let's say, something a little more formal. I want to, th I'm trying to think of maybe, like, a, what's a social thing that you can do? A get-together. Like, a get-together, but for, like... Five friends. For, like, adults or something. All right, I don't, I don't a know. Fucking, a fucking barbecue. A barbecue where you discuss business with friends, all right? <laughs> A meeting. So, like, obviously, at face value, you'd probably want to go to a concert. That sounds way more fun. But going to that concert... Oh, okay. I have a way better analogy. Scratch go everything on. I said, okay? It's like wearing a seatbelt, all right? Uh -huh. So let's say you're only going to the gas station, all right? It's, like, less than a mile to get there from your house. Three minutes. So, three yeah, minutes. three minutes. So you're like, I'm not even going to worry with putting on my seatbelt, all right? So originally... Not putting on your seatbelt, or putting on your seatbelt and going to the gas station is, is only going to cost you the cost of gas. But, let's say you don't wear your seatbelt and you go to get gas and somehow you get pulled over for not wearing a seatbelt. That decision not to wear your seatbelt has now costed you the entire cost of your gas and the price of that ticket. Instead of spending $40, which you've entailed... To only spend forty dollars on gas, you're now being pulled over and spending three hundred and forty dollars 
because of the ticket and the gas. Right, because you thought something was going to be the right way to go. You know, it's like, it's convenient. It'll be easy. Justifiable. Well, yeah, it is the opportunity cost. What the fuck was I trying to do with that fucking barbecue get-together analogy? I don't know where I was going with that. I was so dumb. Anyway, like going to the library or going to a concert, I guess. You have more to gain from going to a uh, a library than you do a concert. But it's less appealing. Yeah, 100%. Anyway, I where the fuck were we going with this? Oh, so I was talking with my friend. He's not he's not realizing the plethora of other problems that are going to arise in his life just by solving the other ones. Um, he's willing to give up the problems that he has in his life now that can be solved by moving out and adopting those new problems. Which doesn't sound so bad, except he doesn't realize that those new problems even exist. He's just trying to move out because he thinks it's going to solve his problems. He's not taking into account the opportunity cost. And that is not something I find very appealing in a roommate. I can move in with you. And I think my chances are the best with moving in with you. They are... I would say my chances of me being happy... Being your roommate would be uh, at a 90%. Because there are certain things that I don't like that you do. And I can guarantee you that there are certain things that I do that you don't like. Yeah, probably. And I would lose... Dude, I'm still scared of coming to your house alone, bro. That's 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 a stranger respect. That's respect for a stranger that you have, bro. And I, we would lose that, dude. I would come to your room... Unannounced. Oh. <laughs> this thing's gonna be like texting me like, yo, can I come into your room, bro? <laughs> Possibly <laughs> me be hungry and eat your food. God, that's one problem. I don't want to detract from what you're saying right now. But that's one of the biggest things I haven't been able to solve in my head in terms of moving with a roommate is grocery situations. It's like, do we buy groceries for everyone? Does each person buy their own groceries? Do we slap our name on what's ours? And it's like, man, I've seen too many movies where that shit just doesn't work. Good pre-planning. Pre-planning. Planned Parenthood? No. Hey, man, I like you, man, but... Pre-planning. But the thing is, bro, these guys who, who... When you move in with friends, bro, you don't even think about the grocery situation, bro. Exactly. You don't think about the driveway situation. Who's going to park in the driveway? Who's and gonna Who's going to get gonna the biggest garage, Who's going to get the master bedroom? I... These are things that you and me could get in a fight over, which right. could cause cracks. And these cracks could lead to bigger things in our in, in the future and our friendship. Exactly. They don't understand, bro. Like I said, bro, they think life they think life is easy, dude. They think life is they they just they don't understand, dude. Right. So they like, save money and they spend it the next day. Right, they get right. paid one day and get spent the next day, dude. Exactly. Because they don't have to pay rent. They don't pay anything, dude. So, like, I I want to be clear. I was not joking about who gets the master bedroom. It's, a, it's it. a real thing. It's, it's a, a real, real thing. Because, like, we have to decide. Someone gets the master bedroom. Now, that is very clearly a bigger room with its own bathroom than the rest of the house that the other stuff fit in there. Exactly. So, does that mean that the person who gets the master bedroom has to pay more? And it's like, okay, well, then who decides who's going to pay more of the rent? Even if that's a thing. And then let's say if like everyone's going to pay the equal rent no matter who gets the master bedroom, that's still going to be unfair to the other two people that get the shitty rooms. And then another thing is that like, let's say one of your friends can't pay rent one month. It's like, 
That, Who are you going to have to fuck over then? Exactly. Who are you going to have to fuck over? That then becomes your problem because you still got to pay your landlord. If you if you and me right now made a unformal deal for me to pay 50 and for you to pay 50%, and then you can't, guess what I'm going to have to do? I'm going to have to pay 100. 100. Yeah. They're not thinking about this, dude. They are not. You have, you have to think about this, dude. Because uh, you are... It's like in a situation like that, you could 100% fuck me over. Let's say you could give me a chance. I'll pay you back. This is why you should never ask for borrowed money. Because you never know if you can 100% pay it back. Right. Because being debt is generally a bad idea. You can be in debt uh, morally or financially, dude. It's bad. It's bad. Being in debt is is bad. It's bad because... and And... Let me tell you right now, living a life 50-50, everybody loses. You should live your life 100-100. 100% me, 100% you. When you go over to a girl's house, do you want to see 50% of her body or 100% of her body? All right, I, I don't know where you're going with this, but I trust your ideas, so just get to the point. <laughs> 100, bro. All right. <laughs> and they would want to see 100 of you. Hopefully. Hopefully. In the right situation. That's why you go to the gym. But when when you go, when you ask for 50% and they ask you for 50%, it's like I'm losing. 50, you're both losing 50%. Neither exactly. of you are gaining 50%. You're not gaining. It's a lose-lose situation. Nobody wins in a 50-50 situation. That's why I'm going to steer off now to a different direction. Uh... You're, you're going to pay direction. 100% of rent and I can live with you rent free? No. Nah. Let's go, bro. That's not that's how the a, world works. That's, 100, that's not how the financial world works. All right, go ahead. I'm talking about, uh, when I'm talking about the 50-50, I'm talking about my value. I, my value, I can, what I can provide for you morally and you could even say physically. What can I provide for you in value? I could give you my time, Right? My time. Time and money are really the only two currencies. My attention. I can listen to your problems, bro. I can... Me giving you a 100% would be me listening for your to your problems, not for five minutes, because that's we, what we agree to, but me agreeing to listen to you, to you talk about your problems until you have felt satisfied that you have gotten all your problems out. Because you only talking for those five minutes, which we agreed to, mm -hmm. you don't get everything out. And I don't, I don't get a better understanding in trying to 100% help you. So I lose something and you lose something as well. Right. That's difficult to understand. But once you understand what you, what you can give. Not what you not what you will, but what you can. What you can give is what builds your value. And that's why when you see these guys, you'll see these popular like Jay. Jordan? Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. I fell in love with him the first time I fucking talked to him. You know why? He's on he is his, his the amount of why. value he can give. Yeah. He's he's he, very much like us where he he's very determined 
to throw an idea out to the world for the world to consume. He invited me to his party two, two weeks into me knowing him. He, he, he valued me. He, he didn't have to invite me, but he right. still decided to. And on top of that, he decided to take his own money and decide to have cash prizes yes. at his party. That's why everybody loves him, dude. Because his value, what he can give. Yeah. What it's he can give. very difficult to walk that line, too, without being someone who is ran on as well. Like, hey, just nobody, getting Nobody steps on him. Nobody no, steps on him. I don't, I'm not saying that. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. It's but difficult. it's difficult. And that's why... That's why if you, if you, there's like, some of them are popular guys because they can give their time, dude. They give their time, their effort, bro. Right. They take their time to listen, dude. They take their time to, to get to know you. And it's that, I love him for that, dude. I, I thank him for, uh, for inviting me to his party, dude, for taking that time to listen to me. And... It's difficult. That's why you should try to be a Jordan in your life. <laughs> Damn, bro. Watch his ego through eagle. Watch his ego through the roof on this. It's true though. It's true though. And let me tell you. Let me now steer us into the original direction. Of, yeah, goals. <laughs> of no, no, no. We're dropping goals now. We're, dropping goals. <laughs> We're just talking. I mean, fuck it, bro. It's, it's our podcast. We can do whatever the fuck we want. We. So I recently, uh, I have been going to the gym. For let's say I think it's about a month now, with a new friend, right? And sometimes I'm like, I'm like, why doesn't this guy respect me? Yeah, does this guy, I've, I've got a very similar problem. Does this guy not know he's in the presence of greatness? Does this guy not know that I will one day be something? And that he has the opportunity to not just be a side character, but someone who can be helped, helped create you into something. He has the opportunity to be a part of it, but instead he chooses to witness. Ah, oh, that is beautifully put. He chooses to just witness. You ever listen to uh, Tyler Crater's song "Pothole"? He, I. This is the thing. I hate considering him a pothole because he's my friend. And both me and him, we have images of each other. But it's hard to admit that somebody you know and somebody you love yeah. is a pothole. Yeah, and for reference to anyone who hasn't heard the song, it is a song about... Um, it's using pothole as allegory for... Kind of like person, a person that can hold you back. So like, let's say somebody will stump you. Yeah, like when driving, you do not want to hit a pothole, and like when you are living life, you do not want to hit someone who can slow your life down. I go to the gym with this guy, and instead of doing his exercises, he sits there on his phone, dude. And I'll tell him, Nathan, while I'm doing my set, change the song you wanted to, because then I'll finish my set, and he will sit down, spend a minute on the fucking bench doing nothing. And I'll ask him, dude, get down and do it. And he'll be like, I'm changing the song. He's slowing me down, dude. Right. He, and his problems are, are, I'm wasting time at the extra unnecessary time at the gym because this guy doesn't know how to fucking manage his time. Dude. Right, right. So 
I, last week's episode was talking about dilemmas we have in our life. And over the since the last episode, I think you and I have both gotten a very similar dilemma in life. Because we both read the book, Go Giver. And it is about uh, basing your value based on what you can give. And now that has put both of us in a very difficult situation where we are with both of our friends to where we we shouldn't expect something back. We, sh- we shouldn't be having ulterior motives as to gi- giving something to them. However, it is still hurting both of us in the process. 50-50. Nobody wins, dude. Right. So, like, in your situation, I remember you you spoke to me about this off the podcast. You were talking about how you want to be able to help him get better without expecting anything in return. However, it is difficult. as you just stated now, you continuing to do this is slowing your own personal growth now. And it's difficult because, just like how we were talking earlier, should you pick yourself or should you pick him? And at this stage in our life, we're hearing two conflicting ways to live life. Uh, you should base your value based on how you can help and affect others or make sure that you can grow as well as you can. I want him in my life, but to what point? Exactly. To what point? Do I want to slow myself down because I want to be friends with this guy? It's difficult. And sometimes I just... uh, Let me tell you right now. I, I should just speak my mind and tell him how I feel. I feel that way too. Um, you mind if I go into my situation? Go ahead. Okay. So my situation is similar to where I am having a slight un unspoken battle with a friend right now. He doesn't know he's doing anything wrong. However, it is affecting me mentally. He, um, he is starting to kind of believe in himself. And really work towards the ideas that he wants to give out to the world. And that is something, that's probably one of my favorite qualities in a human being. Is someone who isn't, like we spoke about on last episode, someone who's not just going to suck the world's dick, but also be the dick that gets sucked. They're going to put an idea out to the world instead of uh, living their life consuming ideas. And he's finally putting some actions to the words. He's been working on a game. He's uh, He's been making some videos that he's very passionate about on YouTube in a podcast style. And um, what's great is that I'd, I'd love to support him on this journey. And I do. You know, I've been watching what he's doing. I've been trying to stay up to date with like the updates that he has in his game. What is wrong with you, bro? You need sorry. the candy that bad. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, after reading The Go-Giver... I want to be able to help him. Not even help him. I just want to be there for him while he's growing as a human being. And be the guy who's in his corner supporting him. However, it's difficult when I'm doing all the same things. I've been making my podcasts. You know, I've made my documentary that I made earlier this year. I've, I'm working on a video essay right now. And the thing is that he, he never takes initiative to to not no not initiative because I also don't take initiative to to go out of my way to ask him what he's working on but when he shows it to me or tells me about it I will consume it but when I make my things he he makes no effort whatsoever to to support me 
physically. Obviously, emotionally, he supports me and he wants me to do those things, but he never consumes the idea that I'm presenting to the world. And in a way, that kind of hurts. It feels like it's it's not even 50-50. It feels like 100-0. It feels like I'm putting in 100 and he's putting in 0. And like, like, like Diego, and like we said earlier, it's just like, do we can continue providing value to the world without expecting anything? Or, you know, do you speak your mind about something that bothers you? And, you know, at, in Diego's case, it's like, does he fuck somebody else over because it's costing him? It's it's definitely a difficult battle. And And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Me explaining to my gym friend... I would be giving 100% of my respect and my time to him by dis- by telling him, Hey man, we're wasting time at this gym. If you're going to continue to do this, I will have to stop going to the gym with you. I think that that would 100% be okay because I would, I would be giving 100% of my respect towards him. Do you know what I mean? Not really. So, so right now... Right now, we were just talking about giving 100, expecting nothing in return. Yeah. And I would be doing the same thing. I would be giving 100% of my time and respect to my gym friend. By by deciding to tell him, hey, man, we're wasting time at the gym, unnecessary time oh, at the gym. Oh, like you're saying he deserves to know that. He deserves to know. Okay. And the 0% of me expecting something in return would either be a yes or a no. He can either tell me yes, and if he continues to do it, I'm going to have to cut him out. But it's so difficult, because how could you ever hurt a friend, dude? Right, and like, especially in this case, like, you've known this guy for years. How could and you in my ever case, hurt him? Like, you know, six years, like, six years is a significant portion of my young 19 years. Significant. So it's like, for you, I've known you since, like, fucking second grade. I've literally got pictures of you, of us in second grade, chilling in my room right now. How do you ever hurt me? And it's like, I don't, I couldn't imagine a world where I had to pick something like that, where it's like, this guy isn't cutting it. Like, I can't, I can't go to where I want to go with him being here. Like, I couldn't imagine a world where I'd have to do that. But here I am faced with a slightly smaller version of that with my friend, where it's like, how do I go about telling him how I feel without jeopardizing being a good person without expecting things and having ulterior motives. It's difficult. And I think there's there's a form. There's something that um that will help you avoid that. But I just don't know what it is. I know there's a form to avoid that dilemma. But I just haven't reached that level of self-acceptance to the world. I was, um, this is going to sound so dumb. I was reading my manga yesterday. For my video essay. Your what? My manga. What is that? It's uh, Japanese comic books is what it is. Okay. okay. <laughs> and um, there's a panel where one of the characters is having problems with his father. And he's complaining to another character about this. And the character stops him. He's like, you need to stop talking to me about this. You need to talk to your father about this. Because if you don't say anything, nothing will ever change. And that is perfect. I was up for like an hour last night just writing um, my whole analysis on like six pages of this comic book. 
because I thought the, everything was just gold there. It was so great, so many lessons to be learned. Um, <laughs> and that's, that's difficult because the situation they were in doesn't necessarily mean, doesn't necessarily take away from giving as much as you can without expecting anything. Because, yeah, giving with ulterior motives is kind of fake giving. It's like having an objective, expecting something when doing a good thing kind of detracts from you doing that good thing, just so that we're perfectly clear. And it's like this guy, my gym friend, I give him 100%. I call him to ask if he wants to go. He, some days he won't even pick up. And it, I find it so disrespectful. To your time? To my time? For him not to call me back, dude. There will be days. I will admit it. I will one. I will 100% admit it. There will be days where I won't call him because I just want to go in by myself. Because this guy, I have things to do later. I can't fucking wait for you to fucking change a sign, dude. And there will be days where I won't call him. And guess what he... He won't ever call me to ask me why I didn't call. He won't ask me, do you want to... Yeah. You used to ask me, you and me would exchange, hey, what time are you going to the gym today? And you would at least have the respect to tell me, some days you, you would have the respect to tell me, I'm not going in today. 100% doesn't have to be something physical. Like you going to the gym. 100% could be you telling me, hey man, I'm not going to go to the gym today. Right. So People look. confuse 100% what 100% could be. 100% could be me going to the gym, giving you my time, my physical presence. Or 100% could be me giving you my response saying, hey Danny, thanks for letting me know, uh, but I won't be attending today. People mix up what 100% could be. Keep an open mind to what 100% can be. And ask yourself, face in this dilemma, how can I give 100%? How can, placed in this situation, how can uh, I help myself out while also helping this guy out? How can I give 100% in what I think it is? Because him not... Him not picking up the phone and him not even telling me he's not going to go. Guess what he's giving? Zero. Zero percent, dude. But him calling back and saying, hey, man, I'm not going to go to the gym today. Then what is he giving? A hundred percent, dude. He's giving. People mix up what 100 percent can be. And that's such a hard dilemma, bro. Because how could I ever hurt him, dude? How? I've been. We've had a rough patch in the last four years, bro. But now, ever since he started going to the gym, bro, I feel like we've been getting closer, bro. And how could I ever hurt that, dude? It's hard. It's hard that one day I know I'm going to have to tell him. You're hurting me in a way you can't understand. Because he he doesn't have things to do later. He's okay with wasting time. Right. I hate... Dude, I fucking hate going to the gym, dude. I, I would tell you this all the time, dude. We would be talking, bro. I would finish my set, and I would I would be like, Dana, just shut the fuck up and do your set, bro. 
And I would tell you and you would do it. You would listen to me. You would give me 100% by listening and taking me into consideration. And by me, you help me out. You help me out by, by doing the things on time and you help yourself out because you finished even earlier. So you had things, let's say you didn't have things to do later, but you could do, you, have, you had extra time to do the things you would want to do. Yeah, I get what you're saying. 100%. You gave me 100, I give you 100. And it's it's a hard it's 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 so hard because I don't think he understands. And he 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 sh- he should and shouldn't understand. He should understand my point of view, which I feel like sometimes he doesn't. Because he'll try to inflict an idea on me. And I'll give him 100% by listening and telling him uh, in a respectful way, no thank you. Right. And I, ha- and I haven't been doing that until recently, which uh, when I read the book. And let me tell you, I would, I would insult him back when he would try to keep on inflicting ideas. I would try to hurt him physically when he would try to inflict ideas and he wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> but when I, when I gave him 100% of my respect and said... And 100% of my respect would be listening to him, listening to his reasons as to why I should do whatever he wants me to do, and I, um, telling him, no, thank you. I would give him 100% of my respect, and his, he would just stop there. He would stop there. Because I don't know what he what was going on through his head, but he just he just knew that what I, I would directly tell him I'm not interested. Right. I would I would tell him, after I've listened, because I have the respect to listen. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a perfect representation of how you giving got you the res. That kind of goes against. That sounds very uh, contradictive. Go ahead. Go you say you giving him your attention finally got you the attention you were wanting from him. Yes. Yeah, but it, you weren't doing it to get his attention. You were just doing it because it was the right thing to do. The 100% allowed me to get what I wanted. Yes, it, it came as... It didn't come as your ulterior motive. It just came as it naturally should have. Exactly. Because if it was an ulterior motive, I would I would pretend I'm interested. Yeah, 100%. I would pretend... I would put up a lie and say, keep on going. And it's just uh, that that it's a it's a dilemma that's been on my mind for a little bit because it's a, it's just a because I want to help him, too. I'll call him up and I'll, I'll say he, he hasn't gone to the gym in the past three days. I've oh, gone to the gym man. in the past three days. Right. And I'll call him up these past three days. I've called him up and he doesn't even pick up. I don't care if you don't pick up, but let please like he, let me know. Please let me know, yeah. because because he agreed to go to the gym with me. You can't agree to something, and then because because you feel because comfortable it's with inconvenient me, to you, you at that because time. you feel comfortable with me, you can feel like it's okay to skip out. Yeah, because you've lost that stranger respect. You've lost you've lost that have that respect that you have for a stranger. You he doesn't even tell me. He just assumes. I understand. He right. assumes I understand. 
Yeah, which, he's which treating you like a roommate and not a stranger. It, it isn't true. I understand. I understand him being a lazy piece of shit. And <laughs> he was supposed to come today. And what I see in his future is... You might want to save that for when you, you can say that to him. It's going to be difficult because I'm going to have to say it to his face. And it's going to be difficult because he might take it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the truth hurts. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm scared for what what people might say about me, about my future. I am too, but that's perfect. I think it's a great reality check to make sure that you are... Everyone's going to be biased in their own thought as to how they act. They're going to add their own justifications. What's exactly. going to be great is that removing your justifications, because your justifications don't matter as to why you did or didn't get closer to your goal. They don't matter. What only matters is that you did or did not get closer. So what's going to be great is that when we remove the justifications by allowing someone else to decide whether we're getting closer or further, it's going to allow us to realistically tell whether or not the future we have envisioned for ourselves is actually something that we're moving towards or not. So maybe it could be worth like ex explaining to each other what we hope our futures are for each other, like our own personal future, like what we want, and then allowing the second person to be like, okay, here's what I think is going to happen based on how I see you act. And anyway, that's that's like we we had we did this exercise in Discord. And a Discord call, where it was it was four of us. It was four men, and we each went around saying what we don't like about each other. And let me tell you, when I when I told this guy what I didn't like about him, guess what happened? A fucking argument happened. Because he thinks he's my friend. He's gonna say something. He 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 would probably have nothing to say because in his hot in his eyes, I'm perfect. But when I said the truth, I can't remember what I said. But when I said it was something that could be taken disrespectfully because you can think that you're perfect and you can think that everybody else that knows you thinks has to think that you're perfect. Right. Nobody blames himself. Exactly. Uh, I, can't, I can't fucking remember what I said about him. But what happened when I said the the truth was an argument. He didn't like what I said. It hurt him. It hurt him. And what I, what he said about me. Also, I was dumbfounded. <laughs> I was dumbfounded. I could be like, how could he say that about me? That's not true. But in the end, it was true. I just needed a second pair of eyes. Or at least partly true. Partly true. The thing he said about me was me disrespect, me being disrespectful to women. In a way, I, I, I'm i like, how can that be true about me? My whole life, I'm thinking I'm getting my heart broken by women. But no, I'm the heartbreaker. And it, uh, I tried to be the most, under, I'm, I'm not sure if you remember, but I tried to be the most understanding that I could that day. I, I, I asked him his reasons. That's why when you're... And he named off the women. He named off the women. He named off the women. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that night. 
That's and the only that's the only uh, point that I could remember from any of the four of us giving our opinions. And it's you know, I remember some of the ones that were said about me, obviously. It's and some things sometimes when you're when you're angry, which is sometimes I will do, I will be playing a video game and I'll get super bad and I'll tell you things that uh are not true. Like when we got in our argument. Well, like the first time you accosted me from League of Legends. Yeah, when I said when I said that uh your your ass had the game. <laughs> uh, and you're like you're like, you know what I wish I had I wish I had a uh, a decent friend and then you just left the call. That shit was funny. <laughs> what a dramatic night. Damn bro, I don't know if I should have texted you something or Dude, but that that dude that's what life is, bro. If we would have had that fight as roommates, bro, you would have probably kicked me out or something, bro. Yeah, something bad would have happened. Way more on the table that could have happened. I see what you're saying. And see, everything in life can be connected, bro. And the way you keep that connection strong is about going hard, bro. Going hard. Live your life fucking paranoid, dude. Also, it's just like making sure you have the right connection to begin with. Because not all connections are just perfectly going to match. Smoking weed can connect to uh, you being lazy, bro. That's a fucking connection that you don't want to have. Going to the gym and having determination, that is a uh, a connection that you do want to have. Right, right. And it's not about as you're right. It's it doesn't matter if you have a lot of connections. It matters if those connections are good. Yeah, I've had like some of the same friendships. Like I said, I've been friends with you since second grade. I've been friends with Nathan since fourth grade. I've been friends with Jordan since sixth grade. Josh is probably my newest addition. Actually, no, Ben is probably my newest addition. I've known him since my freshman year. So four years. I don't have a single, like, close friendship that is not, um, that is not younger than four years. Um, but most of my friends, like, I've known for years and years, and that I don't really go out of my way to make new close friends. Like, I think maybe the closest example is maybe Jarrell. Um, super dope guy. He's kind of the newest addition to my friend group. I don't get to talk to him often anymore because I don't go to the gym or at that same gym. But it's like, I, I, I very much value the few friendships I have rather than finding as many as I can and then seeing which ones work. Maybe that's, maybe that could be the wrong way about going about it. But, you know, what do I know? I am just the average teenager. You're just an average teenager. Let me, I have this talking point right here. So I, 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 I did a mistake and I decided to go on TikTok. Why is that a mistake? Because I waste time on there. All right. And I saw this post, this female who looks to be about 20. Yeah. It's crazy. When girls turn 20, they just, something, something happens, bro. She said, and the caption, or the, I don't fucking Like they know. don't look like teenagers anymore. Yeah. They look like women. The second they turn 20, it's insane. And I'm only 19 for a half half a year longer, bro. And it's like, this is going to sound kind of weird, but like, I don't want to date a woman yet. I want to, I want to date, this just sounds so bad. I want to date a teenager. <laughs> Dude, 18 and 19 year olds, uh, obviously. How about, how about a teenager mind? Teenager mind. Not necessarily mine, like, god damn. I'm, you nasty. The look, all right? It's like, I don't want to fucking a woman yet. I want like, still, uh. 
<laughs> teenager. Looking. I don't understand. You. Eighteen and nineteen looking. You know what I'm saying? So this girl. Oh, dude. and I've only got half a year for that left. Let me. Let me. Fin- I'll go on to that point later. I. I can't. I can't see myself being happy with the girlfriend. I can't see myself being comfortable to the point where I have to see her fucking feet, dude. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go put some socks on right now, man. Put Fuck socks you. on, bro. Have a level of respect for me, please. <laughs> My socks are in that drawer right there. Grab them. No. <laughs> dude, why should I why should you expect me to be comfortable with your flaws, dude? You you think feet are flaws? No, not flaws, but flaws uh Flaws, uh, something, some things you might not uh, be good at, bro. I can't imagine me having to change my life for somebody else, dude. Exactly the same problem you I have. Ca- with I can't, in. dude. But the thing is, it's a girlfriend. Uh, when you're when you have a girlfriend, you're supposed to love all our flaws. It's part of the culture. You're so dumb. I can't. I can't imagine myself giving up a Saturday because you want to take a road trip, and in that road trip. I, f- I have to see your fucking feet in the fucking car. God, I hate that. My mom does that shit. I hate going on road trips because she puts her feet up on the dashboard. Why do I have to see that, bro? Why do I have to? F- why do I have to fall in love with the disrespectful things that you like to do? When you stop treating me with stranger respect. Exactly, bro. I I can't, dude. I can't. I see these TikToks about couples, bro. Get the fuck off my phone, dude. <laughs> I can't stand it. I can't stand. Having me having sex with somebody and that person not having a certain level of respect for me. I can't see it, dude. And I I hate myself because I want to be able to fall in love. But it feels like I won't be gaining what I want. Because like the girl I like right now. She has things I don't like. Wait, you like girls? The girl I like likes to drink a lot. Lame. Let's say I'm with her. I'm just hanging out with her one day. And she decides to drink. Now that's your problem. Now it's my problem. Now she becomes drunk, bro. And I'm supposed to be okay with her being drunk because she's my girlfriend? Like, bro, you're killing yourself. Get the fuck out of my house, bro. You know, I saw, um... You know what? I forgot what I was going to say. Go on. I just can't, dude. I can't I say? imagine. I'll see these TikToks about about guys posting what they love about their girlfriends, dude. I can't, dude. It's like a, it's like a, I'm gonna quote Lil Wayne. He yeah. says in the song, "Uh, girl, just make me come, but don't make a sound." That's exactly what I want. Bit controversial, but alright. <laughs> Don't make a sound, bro. I want to continue living my life like you're not there, but you're my girlfriend. Why do yeah. I have to give up a Saturday and and on top of that, have to see your fucking feet in the fucking car? <laughs> Cause, bro, you you've got to be uh understanding. No, understanding. No body what? shaming, bro. Come on. No body. No, but that fucking understanding bullshit, bro. Fuck you, dude. Let me let me continue on to this. So this twenty year old, what she what looks like to be a twenty year old, 
posted Hold on, let me see that a face video. Again. Damn, that's nice. Can you just leave that there for me to look at? For posted the rest a video. Of oh, okay. And the text on the video, I'm going to quote it, said, Me explaining to everyone that I know I was born to be famous. I don't know for what or how to get there, but I know. That should what the fuck is wrong with you? Uh oh. How is do you it, know you're gonna be famous? Is it bad that I feel that same way? Except I know. But you're working towards something. You know what you want to be famous for. This person doesn't. This person will continue living a boring fucking life. I wanna play a little bit of devil's advocate. How do you know that? How do you know what? How do you know that she's not working towards something? I guess never mind. You know what? I'm stupid. You were right. She literally says it. She doesn't know what or for how, so that would imply that she's not working towards anything. You were right, my bad. She, what do you? What? I wasted your time. They think they they want everything handed to them, dude. These Instagram models think they're they think they contribute something, bro. You contribute a fucking boner. Well, I mean, sex sells, you know. You contribute a fucking boner, bro. Fuck it, bro. Starting OnlyFans. I bet I could give some guys a boner. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, what do you who uh, who are you to say <laughs> that one day you're gonna be famous by doing nothing? How are you gonna be famous, bro? Look at Kim Kardashian, bro. She didn't get famous by accident. I thought she was famous for being famous. She didn't get famous by accident, bro. When you look at these documentaries about big artists and they show clips of them as kids, Justin Bieber, bro. They are doing remarkable things. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber has been singing since he was fucking four years old, bro. That's why, that's why you have to choose something that you love, dude. God. These guys love. Most anxiety. They, these guys love singing, bro. And guess what? They had enough love for it that it made them famous. That's why these things, these people are like, why won't this make me famous? It's because you don't love it enough. It's not you. You're just doing the part. Yeah. You're not living the part. The thing, You're just doing it. The thing that, so far I understand fame, um... The way I understand it is that the only way to become famous is to be a remarkable person or do something remarkable. So that could be, um, you know, uh, being Hitler, remarkable human being. He loved but, hating so much, dude. But for worse. But for worse. And then there are people that are remarkable, like fucking Jay-Z or Kanye West. They, they have a love for music. They have a love for fashion, dude. Exactly. And that love for them, a lo that love for whatever it is they care about compels them to do something that no one else would have done the, this, and that's why they're famous this cokey video i just watched instead of wanting to be a fashion designer why don't i live a fashion designer exactly and like instead of me being like man i would like to own disney one day i've got to make shit you know I the, gotta the, do this something. girl that posted this video sits around doing nothing expecting to one day be how many, famous how many likes did that tiktok get 200. <laughs> what the fuck? I thought, it was at, I thought it was at least gonna be like a good TikTok. No. Jesus. No, no. And people in the comments were like, uh, I have the same feeling too, bro. Well, who are you to say that <sighs> we you can't will all one be day be famous? You, we can't all be famous. Everyone wants to go to heaven, but no one wants to die. You, you, it's like, you see all these, all these, uh, all these, uh, interviews and like oh i've been running for as long as 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 i remember i've been singing as long as i remember i've been playing as long as i remember it's because these guys love it dude yeah 
And when you love something enough, you'll become famous for it. Yeah. See, I, I, I kind of noticed that very early on as well, as most people probably do. It's not like a very original idea to realize that most famous people have been doing their profession since, you know, they could conceptually do so. So one of the things that frightens me about my future that makes me fear for my inability to reach my future is that there's I've not been easily able to identify the thing that I've been doing young enough to where I've done it into my age now. I changed what I like like every fucking year. Like one year I wanted to be a professional baseball player. One year I wanted to be an actor. And that's normal for the most part. But that's continued on um, very far into my age now to where it, it seems like a lot of people are really starting to hone in on what they cared about. And, you know, I definitely noticed some people that have, you know, been doing that thing since they were five years old and can conceptually do that thing. It's because they love it, dude. Exactly. So here's where my dilemma, another one of my dilemmas comes in, is that I cannot easily identify the thing that I've loved since I can conceptually do that thing. So it makes it scary for me to realize that if I don't have that thing, how am I going to become famous? And since I can't identify that thing, does that mean that I won't be famous? And upon closer inspection of myself, I realized one of the things that I do way better than I realize most people can do is the ability to pick up a skill. So I was able to um, record, edit, and film an entire um, documentary by myself. Every part of it was done by me with my own hands because I know enough about every single one of those subjects that goes into making it. And I was able to learn every single one of those subjects fast enough um, to be able to to do it. And that's another thing with like, um, I feel like I'm a lot more financially literate than most people my age. And it's because I just learned how to do it. I, I think I very easily can pick up skills in a, in a way that makes me kind of a, um, a jack of all trades, but you know, master of none. And I've, I've realized that most famous people become the master of something. And it, it was scary for me to realize that I'm not the master of anything. I'm kind of a jack of all trades. I can do a lot of things, but I do them just all right. And I think it's going to work out for me in the future because I don't think I'm meant to become famous for any particular art form. I think I'm meant to become famous by being able to have the means and knowledge enough to work my way around entertainment to where I can knowledgeably make decisions that result in me buying Disney. Because it's unlikely that fucking, if I was a great singer, I'd be able to buy Disney. Or if I was a great director, I'd be able to buy Disney. Or if I was a great um, producer, that I'd be able to buy Disney. But I think the fact that I know enough about every single one of those subjects to where I can talk to a master at those things confidently is going to allow me to be able to make deals with enough empathy to raise to get myself up the ladder to buying Disney. And, uh, yeah. I think that was, uh, I think that was a, that last conversation was a good conversation to end it off. I would agree. 
been at this for hour 15. Okay. Remember when these things were only like 30 minutes? 30 minutes? <laughs> nah. Um, I think, I think, uh, you should evaluate yourself, dude. It's difficult. To do it truthfully. To do it truthfully. And if you, if you don't feel like you're doing it truthfully, ask somebody. Ask somebody else to evaluate you. And, and be careful. Be careful. Because if that, their answer sounds too pleasing, then you need to ask somebody else. Ask, yeah, it's difficult to find someone who's going to be truthful with you. Ask somebody else. And, uh, always remember that if you want to be a winner, you gotta stop sucking dick and be the dick that gets sucked. If you want to be a winner, why not start today? Oh, that, that, oh, that was way off. <laughs> I just really like that quote.